welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. I hope you are well today. My name is Jo. I'm a registered dietitian and the purpose of this podcast is to smash the taboo of binge eating. Today's question is, Jo, why is it that I always end up eating way more than I initially set out to? Why is it that I always come away from an eating situation and I ask myself, why did I even eat that? It was way more than I thought that I was going to eat. This question comes up with people who binge eat again and again, and I can't wait to unpack it with you today. Before we get into it, I just want to thank you for those of you who reached out to me in the last week with your emails to introduce yourselves and tell me about your binge eating journey so far. If you listened to last week's episode, I asked you to drop me a line and tell me a bit about you and how you ended up getting to listening to my podcast. It is so insightful to hear your stories and it just makes me want to create more episodes for you find new ways that I can help you towards your binge eating recovery. Okay, let's get into today's episode, which is answering the question, Joe, why do I always eat more than I initially set out to? Why do I always come away from an eating situation regretting how much I've eaten? If I'm speaking to you right now and you have said this to a professional or to a friend or even just to yourself, there's one key thing that I want you to remember. Here it is. Eating doesn't happen in your head. Eating is not a cognitive process. When I hear statements like this, I ate more than I thought that I was going to, I ate more than I initially set out to, I'm hearing there that this individual is thinking about eating instead of feeling the sensations of food and of eating in their body. Put simply, you are too in your head about your eating. I want to know what's happening in your body. So you set out to eat a certain amount and then you proceeded to eat a lot more. But that's probably because your body needed it. If you paid attention to your physical sensations at that moment, if you tapped into your signals for hunger and fullness, you might notice that, okay, even though I'm supposed to stop eating right now, I'm still feeling, again, not thinking. Thinking is a head-based activity. We're talking about physical sensations here. I'm still feeling signs of hunger. I still feel that my tummy is not full enough. I still have the desire to eat. This food is still appealing to me. It's still tasting good. It's still making me feel good when I swallow it and I feel it traveling down to my stomach. Even though your head wants you to stop, doesn't mean that that's what your body wants to. In fact, this is often the root of the problem. This is often how your relationship with food gets thrown into disarray. Because you are listening too much to your head and you are making food-based decisions based on external sources, based on an app telling you how much to eat or a diet plan telling you what foods to eat. And you are completely ignoring how the food actually feels in your body. Is this satisfying? Do I like the taste of this food? How is this food making me feel in that moment? Eating and choosing food has become too much of a cognitive-based exercise. So of course then, when you take a step back and you notice that you ate more than you wanted to eat, well, guess what? Your body doesn't care how much you wanted to eat. 
Your body is built for survival and it will do whatever it takes to make sure that you eat enough food. And I hear you shouting right now, yeah, but I did eat enough. I ate way more than a normal person would. Okay, I hear you. But let me ask you this. Have you also eaten enough yesterday? How about the day before? How about for all of last week? Have you been on a diet recently? A diet or a lifestyle change that was restrictive, that restricted calories or macros like fat or carbs. And as a result, your body is doing whatever it can to make sure that you don't try to restrict it again, that you don't jeopardize its access for food. People always think that they're lacking in motivation, that they're lacking in willpower, that if only they could control themselves better, then they would never binge, that they would never eat more than they initially set out to. That is total nonsense. It has way less to do with motivation and willpower and way more to do with your body and your brain are both trying to survive. They're trying to stop you from restricting your food intake because it remembers so well that you have done it before and it doesn't want you to do it again. I know that you probably on some level you want to lose weight and that means trying to cut back on calories and fat or carbs but remember bodies don't like to lose weight. I know that's hard to hear that bodies don't like losing weight but it's true. Look how hard you have found it. Look how hard everybody has found it. That's why the diet culture exists. That's why the diet industry profits off us hating our bodies because they know that bodies don't like losing weight. The next time that you find yourself saying either to yourself or to a friend or family member that you ate way more than you wanted to eat, instead of beating yourself up about that, instead of criticizing yourself, of putting yourself down, and instead of creating a plan to quote unquote undo the damage that you've done, because spoiler alert, you haven't done any damage, all you've done is eaten food. Instead of going through that whole process, how about you pause take a second and get curious about what is actually going on here. Take a step back and try to see this situation from an objective standpoint. Try to see it from an outsider view. Ask yourself and be honest and be objective. Try to take away any emotion from this. Ask yourself, what is making me think that I have overdone it here? Why do I think that I have gone way overboard? I ask you to pose this question to yourself because when I hear it, when I hear someone say that they've eaten way more than they intentionally wanted to, when we really get into it, when we really explore it, we come to the conclusion that this was not a problematic amount of food, that you haven't gone way overboard, you haven't overdone it. But it's because we're driven to think that human beings are supposed to survive on minuscule amounts of food. We're supposed to survive on two tablespoons of breakfast cereal to get us through to lunch. We're supposed to live joyful lives by surviving on salad. We're only supposed to eat after 5pm in the evening. All of these diet rules. That's why you feel that you have gone overboard. That's why you're thinking that you've way overdone it because when you compare it to the rules that diet culture sets for us, it seems like it is a lot, but it's not. It's not a lot. It seems like it is because we are conditioned to think that we are supposed to manage, we're supposed to be happy living on very small amounts of food. 
If this topic is resonating with you, if you know that you do say this to yourself all the time, that you think that you've overdone it, that you think you've eaten much more than you wanted to, my challenge to you this week is to try make your food and eating based decisions on your physical sensations in your body. So instead of thinking, oh, it's one o'clock, I should eat now, do a little internal check-in and ask yourself, am I truly hungry? Sure, it is lunchtime, the clock is telling me that I should eat, but how am I feeling in my body? Or I'm supposed to eat a bowl of cereal for breakfast because that's what I've set out in my fitness pal, but if I'm being honest with myself, what would I really fancy right now? What appeals to me? What sounds good? By doing this, you are far more likely to make food and eating based decisions that are more satisfying to you, that are more likely to help you to feel content with food. So you can eat a meal that was truly satisfying in that moment, that tasted good, that felt good in your body. And then beautifully, you can move on with your day because you are content with your eating experience. You won't constantly be thinking about the food that you've eaten or the food that you're going to eat next. You won't constantly be ruminating every single food choice. So that's my challenge to you. This week, reject the external sources, reject the apps, reject the diet plans and make your food and eating decisions based on what sounds good to you, what appeals to you, what food would satisfy you in that moment. Okay, I am going to leave you there. Thank you for joining me for another great episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, take care of yourself. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. 